It is Free Talk Live, and as always, you're invited to join us. 603-283-6160 is the call in line if you want to do that. That's 603-283-6160. And with you tonight, it's Aria. Nikki. And Richie Rich. And coming up in the show tonight, Australia New Zealand, they have completed their transformation into police states. Pfizer, we're going to remind you about Pfizer, that time Pfizer was sued and had to pay $2.5 billion because of fraudulent marketing, vaccines, um, miscarriages, all of that nonsense. Evidently, the vaccines have been strongly linked, well, maybe not strongly linked, but they're linked in the minds of many to miscarriages and weird things with women's periods. There's, There's a lot of questions there, and these rumors keep circulating, but... What well, was it, Israel? They're like, well, now we're going to do the testing. Right now that everyone's vaccinated, now we're going to start the long-term tests. I think the see. U.S. too. Okay. They're like, well, now that now that everybody has it, we're going to start doing some tests. Yeah. What, like, what are the long-term effects of this vaccine? Yeah. Now that you've all got it, now we'll, now we'll test it. But first, I want to talk about this New York hospital because they're now facing the consequences of their own actions They have to pause deliveries because staffers are quitting over their vaccine mandate. You're talking about deliveries of babies. I am talking about baby deliveries, yes. I don't know how you pause that. We we talked about this a little bit pre-show. I'm like, I don't know if you can stop that from happening. I assume they send them to a different hospital. Okay. Babies do not care. They come whenever they'd like. (laughs) So an upstate New York hospital said it will pause the delivery of babies in two weeks because of a spate of resignations by maternity unit workers who are objecting to COVID-19 vaccination mandates. Also, rather than bend a little bit on the rules regarding the vaccine mandates, they're like, nope, no more babies at this hospital, right? Apparently. We're going to pass that. We're going to pass that problem on to the consumer, the pregnant ladies who can't get their babies delivered there because they don't want to budge on their policy for vaccines. Well, presumably they'll just get sent to a different hospital. I don't know, but they're going to temporarily stop delivering babies after September the 24th. During a news conference, they said that seven of the 30 hospital workers who resigned were from the hospital's maternity ward. He added that another seven maternity unit staffers were undecided about getting the vaccine. So they're looking at losing between seven and 14 workers in the maternity ward. Wow. The workers were objecting to a September 27th deadline to receive a first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. 20 of the staff members who resigned worked in clinical positions like nurses, therapists, and technicians, the newspaper reported. If we can pause the service and now focus on recruiting nurses who are vaccinated, we will be able to re-engage in delivering babies here in Lewis County. But... Why would a nurse who's vaccinated and presumably already working at a hospital want to transfer to their hospital? Exactly. It's so ridiculous. And we already don't have enough nurses and midwives. So what makes them think that they're going to be able to find people? And it also makes a lot of sense why labor and delivery nurses and why midwives are very against the vaccine, because they've probably seen a lot of miscarriages related to the vaccine. I don't think it's coincidence that a couple days after a pregnant woman gets her first or second dose of the vaccine, they miscarry. That is not a coincidence. And I'm sure they see a lot of that because I know I have. Maybe they're going to do it like a sports team. They trade. <laughs> we'll, t- we'll give you two unvaccinated nurses. We just need one vax nurse. And then you get you get more at your place, but they're unvaxed. Right. Yeah. Then and you this- get 
going to free agency. Nurses and this is also this is also why we've been seeing a huge surge in women wanting to have home births because of all of the measures, all of the COVID-19 measures, the you have to wear a mask in labor and you have to choose between your mother and your husband while you're in labor. It's it's crazy to make people make those really, really tough decisions. So they're like, you know what? Screw you. I'm going to have a baby in the comfort of my own home where I'm not being basically discriminated against for one thing or another. Yeah, where it's customer-focused, customer-centric, right? Yeah, absolutely. So evidently, 165 of the employees, roughly 27% of the facility's workforce, have yet to be vaccinated against COVID-19, although there have been 464 who have received it. Our hope is as we get closer to the deadline, the numbers will increase of individuals who are vaccinated. You're 15 days out from the deadline at this point. I, I tend to think anyone who's holding out on getting the vaccine isn't going to change their mind in the yeah, next two weeks. I don't think so. Well, again, we talked about carrots and sticks, right? Car- yeah. they're, they're done with the carrots. Sticks are coming. Yep. Certainly so seems that way. You're, you're going to change your mind or they're going to change your mind for you one way or the other. Or else. They hope that the numbers will increase. It's always there. The or else is always there. Yep. Well, that's that's government, right? I mean, that's what they do, right? Yep. So you can you can either get vaccinated for a donut, or you can get vaccinated to not lose your job, or you can get vaccinated to not go to jail, or for them to kill you on the street, right? But one one where you might as well take the donut because at least you're getting something in that aspect of it. Well, we'll see how this shakes out. Fewer individuals will leave, hopefully, and maybe with a little luck, some of those who have resigned will reconsider. Kayer told reporters, "We are not alone." There are thousands of positions that are open north of the thruway, and now we have a challenge to work through, you know, with the vaccination mandate. So thousands of positions already open, and they're possibly losing roughly 27% of their staff. How did all yeah. those nurses survive the original COVID? Part? I know. And that's and that's what I always say. I'm like, you know what? Last year, I was good enough to work 70 hours a week with COVID-positive patients with not even adequate amounts of PPE. And I was good enough then, but now I'm, you know, some sort of scumbag for not wanting to get experimental gene therapy. Like now I'm a danger to society. You are but unmutual. before when I was, you know, being thrown to the wolves in the COVID units, you know, I was good enough then. But, w- you know, what changed? And it's the people who stayed at home on unemployment or, you know, working from home or whatever who have changed their tune. I mean, yeah. you were a hero 18 months ago, but now... Yeah. Your scum. Yep, exactly. And it's all because of their fear. That's yep. what's motivating all of this. Yep. And How did the- that fear change? It's not like COVID got worse, right? It, you could survive it back then with you know less than a mask in a lot of cases for for you know the the lack of PPE at the time. But see, they don't believe that. They believe it's this ultra deadly bug that is just killing tens of thousands of people a day. They yeah. they, they have no idea what it's actually well, about. Even these people who have had COVID-19 are still terrified of it. Yeah, but the, are you saying their belief got worse in the last year? Because in the beginning no, it was an ultra-terrifying drug. In the beginning the belief was it's an ultra-terrifying drug and you have to like wear the mask, right? And right. Like, Okay, so hospital workers short on masks. What, what can you do? Can't do anything. Well, COVID patients still in the hospital. right? Nurses on the front line, yeah. right? Uh, they don't even have enough supplies and yet they're putting their lives on the line and they've survived. Yeah. Right. And but COVID hasn't gotten worse and now they're getting vitriol. No, but they think it has because now they have all this propaganda about the Delta variant, which I still haven't even seen any evidence of. 
I'm, I mean, I'm sure the coronavirus is constantly mutating, as coronaviruses do. But sure. as far as you know, this deadlier or more viral strain of COVID nineteen, I'm just not freaking seeing yeah. it. Is I, it. Is it worse than Chinese people getting yanked off the street or falling dead in the street? Because that was the video, like week one. Right? Remember that? Chinese yeah, people dying I remember, in the street. But, yeah, I remember like the piles of people or whatever, like the crazy, like apocalyptic type like propaganda right. they were spewing out. And Is now Delta variants worse than that? Because I don't I don't see those videos anymore. Seems well, like it's getting easier. Seems like it's getting better. I don't know what was going on with those videos, but I've since decided that they were probably just hoaxes. Yeah, they I don't think that was to real. Extent, sure. Or I don't know what they were but, photo videos of, but who but that's knows? what scared everybody in the beginning. Yeah. Sure. So now you're more scared than you were then? Come on. Come on, man. Well, I don't know that they're more scared, but they they want to hold people to do what they want them to do. That's, that's an yeah. entirely separate issue, right? Well, they're, they're using their fear as their excuse for sure. this, right? Because they're so afraid you have to inject this thing yeah. into your body. But that's, that's what I'm saying. If, if you are that scared, right, you have to be that much more scared than you were in the beginning when well, there no, were we videos have... of Chinese people dying You can't think about this logically, though. This, oh, okay. is, this is where you're going wrong. You can't be <laughs> logical about this. What, what is happening here is people are just following what they see in mainstream media. Absolutely. All and right. I think a lot of people didn't even see those videos because they were circulating on, like, Telegram and stuff like that, which normies don't generally use. All right. What are your thoughts? Why are people so afraid? 603-283-6160. Give us a call. Let us know why you think people are so freaking afraid of the Delta variant. It's Free Talk Live. You can join us, 603-283-6160, if you want to weigh in on what we've been discussing, or change the subject and talk about whatever is important to you, 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Aria. Nikki. And Rich Rich. And Nikki, you brought in a story that's important to you, uh, linking the vaccines, the COVID-19 vaccines, with periods and miscarriages and just weirdness in general around female reproduction yep and um i was actually interesting thing to happen come to think of it considering so many people accuse this vaccine of being about population control yeah yeah exactly and um i was actually surprised to find this article but this is something i've been following for months i've been following this for like at least eight to ten months like since kind of the beginning like once once the vaccines rolled out, I've been I've been following this. So I was I was really surprised to find a story on it though, because it's kind of something that was buried. And any woman that came forward with any sort of miscarriage stories or, you know, any sort of like serious change in her menstrual cycles or in her fertility, uh, they were just shamed and they were like, No, you're crazy. Or and by they I just mean kind of like mainstream media and like average people that would be hearing these stories. Um, and a lot of women were just made out to be like crazy and liars. So well, part of that is because in order to roll out the vaccine, right, they, it, they know it's not going to be a hundred percent safe for all the people. Yeah. So they have to sacrifice some individuals for the greater good of the collective. Yeah, well, it wasn't course. even tested on pregnant women, was it? No, no, it wasn't. It well, wasn't at all. These are the tests. And now <laughs> well, we have the results. Fair point. 
And I they think, don't care because they're going to sacrifice some to get those results. And in the tests that they did, or I am not sure if it's the test that they did previously or in this test in the article that I'm about to read, they included men in the test and like women that were past, like menopausal women. So I just don't, I, you would think that they would test pregnant women and women within reproductive age, but they just yeah. tested a bunch of random people. Or pregnant capable and, men at this point. Yeah. And they, <laughs> and they, so they tested a bunch of random people. And so it basically severely skews the data. So um, in this article, women say the COVID-19 vaccine affected their periods. Now more than 1.6 million go into researching it. Shauna Clausen was... They're only now researching this? We've been talking about this off and on for eight months. And the medical industry is just like, we should look into this. And I think something like, I don't even know how many people in the U.S. are vaccinated. Maybe like at least 60%, maybe higher. So now that, that almost, I think Biden and them said that 80 million are currently unvaccinated, which would mean roughly 240 million are vaccinated. Okay. Which is a lot. So now that a lot of people are vaccinated, now they're finally testing it, which is something. Oh, thank goodness it's not everyone. <laughs> which is something I was warning. Society. Yeah. Which is something I was warning against in the beginning. I'm like, it's impossible for them to effectively test this vaccination most medications and vaccinations are tested for like 10 to 20 years before they're rolled out and this has got a solid six months under emergency orders and you know i'm emergency fine. orders crazy i'm totally fine with people taking experimental medication without knowing the possible long-term consequences but don't force me to do it yeah let's not <laughs> threaten and coerce people and threaten to lose their children and their jobs and usually the people who are going to take those are terminal right yes it's yeah. like i'm going to die I need to give me a chance to live with this experimental medicine. And the FDA goes, no, we haven't tested it enough yet. Exactly. But 99.7 whatever percent survival rate, like you must take this experimental medicine for the greater good. So Shauna Clausen was in line to get her first dose of the Moderna shot in March when she saw menstruators on social media discussing how their periods have been altered. Earlier, Heavier and so more she painful until than she, usual. Hold on. She waited until she was in line to get the vaccine to look into what people were saying about the consequences of getting the vaccine? Yeah, that doesn't seem like it really... Don't you think you would research it a little bit before right? you make the appointment? <laughs> it could. Okay, to be fair, it could have been her aha moment, right? Like something finally clicked while she's standing there going, do I really want to do this? True. I mean, better late than never. Yeah. But still... It's shocking to think that she was standing in line, ready to go, finally researching what possible... Well, and if your research is a Facebook group, you're not doing much research either. That's also true. (laughs) But I mean, I don't know. I I tend to think hearing from ordinary people who are like, hey, I got the shot and this is what happened to me, it's probably... That's anecdotal. I think it's more valuable. Nope. Science. The science is science. You cannot... Cannot verify the science with anecdotal evidence on Facebook. The science is settled. Well, you may not be able to, you know, verify a scientific theory or hypothesis with anecdotal evidence, but anecdotal evidence can certainly be enough to persuade a person. And I'm, I'm sure we've all been persuaded by anecdotal evidence. It's probably what persuades most people because you go like, I got a friend, I know a guy, my coworker, and all of a sudden, like, you second guess what what everyone else is telling you because 
you ex- you have experience with someone who has an adverse experience. Well, and if when you know people personally, it kind of hits closer to home and it makes it seem like, hmm, this is actually more likely to happen to me than you would think if it just happened to some random pe- person that you don't know. But they also used so. that against the anti-vaxxers in the beginning, right? Because everyone knew someone who knew someone who died of COVID. And it was that important. Like you know I know some- someone who died of COVID. Uh, it was a 60-ish year old extremely obese diabetic dude yeah who i mean really he the world is better off without this person in it (laughs) oh god but that's the only person i know personally who died from covid19 and like like i said he was probably 300 pounds at the time of his death one less person type well actually on twitter yeah pretty much (laughs) i mean the world the world is not harmed by this loss i mean even his own kids were like whoo that's oh a load gosh. off my mind. <laughs> Thank God he's out of the picture. So, I mean, and that's the only person I personally have known throughout my entire life who has died of COVID-19. Okay. We did have a regular caller and listener who died of COVID-19, but I can't say that, you know, I know him because I never actually met him. Yeah. So but everyone, they, they trotted it out as like everyone had a story of someone like that. Sure. So if you, if you knew someone, then it's important upon you, right, to not be that person for other friends of yours. I know so plenty of people who vaccine. had COVID-19, though, and I don't personally know anyone else other than the one 60-year-old diabetic dude that you know everyone is happy to see dead who died of it. <laughs> everyone else survived, and then they got vaccinated. They're like, oh, thank goodness I won't get that again. I'm like, get what again? Yeah. I yeah, get- the thing that you have natural <laughs> immunity against. But maybe not against that Delta variant, though. Oh, well, the study from Israel suggests that, you know, it. The natural immunity does help against the Delta variant better than the than the vaccines do. And Fauci was just, you know, questioned about this by some reporter or something like that. He goes, you know, that's really worth looking into. I, I can't disagree with what you say, but that's worth looking into. Yeah. I was like, Israel looked into it and that's what they determined, Dr. Well, Fauci. But now he's got to get like the, the, the World Health Organization in the United States on board. Because for those people, it's like vaccine or bust, right? Vaccine or death. Well, that's been the case with Israel as well, right? I mean, if if, ever, if vaccines were going to eradicate COVID-19, it would have happened in Israel where vaccination rates are highest. Instead, COVID-19 cases there, I think last week we talked about a story where they're at their peak levels that they haven't been at since the second wave. It's still small about hmm. unvaccinated people still spreading it around. Clearly. What are your thoughts? 603-283-6160. When we get back, we're going to get into this story about how the vaccine has affected women's reproductive systems. It's Free Talk Live. Brute force, intransigent defiance, adamantine will. These are the hallmarks of the AI tank. These gigantic machines have the firepower of an army, but they also have their own sense of honor and duty. When the world breakers arrive, battle will be joined, planets will shake, and war and peace will never be the same again. World breakers, stories from David Weber, Larry Correa, and more. Available August 3rd from BaneBooks.com. It is Free Talk Live. As you may have noticed, we are not currently streaming to YouTube. That's because we've been suspended yet again. Boo! Surprise, surprise. YouTube! I actually think uh, the strike has probably gone away, and I, I just now thought about that. So we probably could stream to YouTube as of now, 
But I'm not entirely sure. But it's just a matter of time before Free Talk Live <laughs> is just kicked totally off of YouTube. And Look, this show is important enough where if you want to hear it streamed, you find where we're streaming it. Yes, uh, we're trying not to, you know, constantly switch our video platforms. First, we promoted Twitch, and then it was DLive. But now, we, and DLive seemed promising because it was, to some extent, built on blockchain technology. And but within Can't their trust terms, those crypto guys. Yeah, within their terms and conditions, there's some really unpleasant language. But we ultimately started putting all of our videos on Library, which is a decentralized blockchain-based media sharing protocol. And they now have a functional front-facing website called Odyssey, which we stream to every night. You can find that at video.freetalklive.com because on library, we can't be censored. And on Odyssey, we could be, but they're not going to censor us for like medical misinformation or stuff like that. They, they do have a pull this button, but that's for people who are, you know, streaming pornography and stuff like that that isn't allowed on their on their website. Presumably, you could put it on library. I don't know. I've never looked into it. But anyway, on Odyssey, we're not going to be censored. You can find that at video.freetalklive.com because YouTube, Twitch, DLive, Facebook, it's just a matter of time before they kick us off of there. So find out where we'll be, and that's going to be at video.freetalklive.com. Yeah, screw those guys. Get with the program. Get where we're at. Yep. I mean, that's what it takes, right? Yep. And we've actually had a lot of success promoting the odyssey channel that we have there video.freetalklive.com i i hope to see a return to that really soon like we did topless wednesday nights which was usually you know i mean it was females cis women topless on wednesday nights and that was only on video.freetalklive.com the other channels just got a hey you can watch the uncensored feed (laughs) over here that's so, a good way to market it. it yeah, worked. it was. Like, I, re- it I really yeah, want to see it. And I, you're not going to be there. I guess I have to go here now. I remember the first day we did it, we had like already beaten the previous record like before we even started the show. Yeah, it remains <laughs> the most watched episode that you can find at video.freetalklive.com, oh. which isn't surprising. I mean, okay. but... Well, okay. It, it also means that most of those guys didn't come back for week two, so... I'm up, kind of offended. Up, that's a, up that's your a good game. point. I'm up offended. your game, ladies. Well, we promoted, <laughs> we promoted the hell out of the first week, and after that, we just sort of stopped promoting it. Okay. Like, we sent out newsletters and stuff about the first week, so. But anyway, speaking of women, they're evidently having issues after getting the vaccine. Tell us about that, Nikki. So, Clausen, a 45-year-old who lives in Hudson, Wisconsin, went and got the shot. A few days later... She also got earlier and heavier period than she was used to. A few weeks later, in early April, she told the Washington Post that she was frustrated with the lack of research on whether the vaccines impacted menstrual cycles. It's not... Because they didn't really test this vaccine, even in the initial testing, on, as you said, women who still had menstrual cycles. They didn't test it for anything. Yeah. Really? It just like literally wasn't tested. It's being tested right now yeah, on everybody who got it. You're the test. This yeah. is the testing phase, right? There's no test before because there wasn't time for it. Now that they got a whole bunch of people vaccinated, now we can te- run some tests. Which they didn't really warn people. They kind of just like coerced people to get it. But I think that was pretty obvious. That it hadn't been tested it, for it, long-term consequences? Yeah. Or I mean like I mean general? that's just common sense, but it seems yeah. like everybody was really shocked or they seem to have think that it was already tested and proven safe. I don't know why, but maybe well, cause, because cause the, they had approval me- for emergency use. Yeah, and that's what the media was saying and that's what, you know, 
government officials were saying, but I and that's would... the thing. I've heard that on mainstream outlets, right? Like yeah. the vaccine is safe. Well, maybe for a lot of people it is safe. Well, the Surgeon but General it's... used to recommend smoking. Sure. Yeah. But even but the and vac- that's perfectly safe in the short term, and it makes you less stressed out and more creative. However, right. in the long term, it has some really nasty ben- side effects. Right. But that could that may not even be true for the vaccine. It may be safe for the vast majority of people. However, if you're if you have you know the option to take the vaccine or rely on natural immunity, right, and survive COVID, like if you're healthy enough where you can survive it, why would you take the experimental thing with unknown long term effects when you're probably going to be safe to begin with, right? Like why not give that choice to the individual rather than force it on everybody? which is what they're trying to do. Absolutely. And if it was so great, why do you, they need to blackmail me to get it? Because exactly. we're not afraid enough. They're hoping that they can blackmail us and coerce us and make us afraid enough to get this thing because we're not afraid of COVID-19, but maybe we are afraid of losing our jobs or not being able to go to yeah. concerts well, or whatever. Guess what? I'm not afraid of that either. But the vaccine is going to have adverse effects for, for a certain percentage of people. Oh, sure. Right? Unknown at this time what that percentage is, but it's, it's bound to happen. Right. That's why there's pages and pages of side effects for everything that gets FDA approval. And you have to make the decision for yourself whether or not whatever ailment you have is worth the risk of getting those side effects. That's why the vaccines aren't worth it to me. I'm already on estradiol, which can cause blood clots. I'm already a smoker, which can cause blood yeah. clots. Why would I add an additional risk to that? And you you've already and you had COVID. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> and I already had COVID and was just fine. You wouldn't. 99.7% of people are. Yeah. You wouldn't, and you shouldn't be coerced into doing it, and neither should anybody when making a medical decision for themselves. Absolutely. Right? But what they're being asked to do is sacrifice themselves for, again, I, I reiterate this because I said it twice already, for the greater good, right? Because society needs to get past COVID-19 and, you know, the only, the path forward in the U.S. is the vaccination, right? That means everybody has to get the vaccine. But the vaccine doesn't prevent the spread of COVID-19. Understood. This is like, this, <laughs> this is the weird thing. Right, it's not only ineffective, but everyone has to get it, which means they're going to they 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 have to know that they're sacrificing a percentage of people who will have adverse reactions or die because of it, and they're okay with that in order to push the vaccine on everybody. You it's guys despicable. are still using way too much logic. Just just blindly follow whatever the mainstream media and the government is saying. But it's amazing what they're saying because they'll say on the one hand the vaccines still work great. But they don't seem to prevent the spread of COVID-19. And they don't seem to prevent you from getting sick. And they don't seem to prevent people from dying or, you know, getting hospitalized. But they work great. And you should totally get one. And Even the, if you've had COVID-19 and you pulled through just fine. And on the other side of their mouths, right, they say, like, it's the unvaccinated people who are spreading this and making it worse. Yes. But it's the, vac- it's the vaccinated people. Because you can get it and you can spread it with the vaccine. And you're the ones going out in public. Right, declaring how great it is that you're vaccinated and you can finally leave your house. And there's more you're vaccinated the people it. than there are unvaccinated yeah. people. Yeah, and the vaccinated people generally don't have to go through like the weekly testing or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, the CDC's website explicitly states that. I mean, the the summary of everything they list there about what you can and can't do if you're vaccinated is basically: look, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to get tested, even though all of these science shows that you can still get COVID nineteen and still spreads COVID nineteen. So it's basically just. A license for the vaccinated to spread COVID nineteen as much as they want. So, so give it a couple months, then you're going to have to get vaccinated and tested weekly. And you know what else is really interesting? So, in hospitals, 
if after so if someone's vaccinated they don't count that as they don't count a person vaccinated until after two weeks so right. you need to be vaccinated for two whole weeks so if you the get the vaccine shot, right? yes so if you get the vaccine and then you still get covid or you still die or you still get hospitalized they're like nope they're unvaccinated so oh, that's stupid. They're skewing it all the way. It, yep. All the way they can. So the data they're putting out isn't, there's like no way that we can even use it legitimately. Well, that's because a, it's all just lies. That's been the case from the, with their data from the start. Yeah. They were writing down people who died of anything for COVID as dying from COVID-19 if they happen to test positive. And now we know Gotta that. Gotta get that COVID check. Yep. Yeah. And now we know that the tests they were using couldn't distinguish between the flu and COVID-19. And now they're saying that the flu is going to make a resurgence this year. Well, yeah. You, you're you not testing people for COVID-19 anymore, so you're not going to make the flu eradicated by calling it COVID-19. Yeah, I thought they eradicated the flu. It was like the numbers were down precipitously. Yeah, it, it was so weird. And it turns out the test couldn't tell the difference between the flu and COVID. 603-283-6160. There's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. You're invited to join us. 603-283-6160 if you'd like to do that. That's 603-283-6160. And I want to tell you about Bitcoin.com. It is the best place to go to learn about cryptocurrency. Just take a couple of minutes out of your day. Click Getting Started at the top of the page. And learn the basics of this world-changing, life-changing technology. That's Bitcoin.com. And if you're already knowledgeable about cryptocurrency... They still have something for you. Stay up to date on all the news and headlines that's relevant to you at news.bitcoin.com. All of this on a modern, easy-to-use website, bitcoin.com. It's your place to go for everything cryptocurrency-related, bitcoin.com. We've got David calling Mm. from New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, just uh, up to date on the Albuquerque, New Mexico mayoral race scandals that are a uh, dime a dozen. Uh, I, I didn't get to mention yet that uh, there has uh, been an allegation uh, publicly made over and over and over again that the current mayor of Albuquerque, Tim Keller, the Demo- well, the Democrat, uh, that uh, he was recently caught uh, uh, in bed with a city employee that he may have hired, given a, a high-dollar position running the airport, uh, caught by uh, her husband or boyfriend, whichever, and then that husband or boyfriend allegedly called um, Mayor Tim Keller's wife, and Mayor Tim Keller's wife allegedly kicked him out of the house, and he's, all, and he's allegedly living with his mother, and that was, <laughs> unless, uh, yeah, so. I, I'm sorry, that's and, just, New Mexico is wild, man. You, they need to make a sitcom or some sort of they, Tiger they, King style they, drama. You mean, like, <laughs> oh, I love it. You mean like, you mean like Breaking Bad? I've never seen Breaking Bad. It takes place I've seen the- Tiger oh, King, Bad, though, and okay. New Mexico yeah. sounds but- almost as dramatic as Tiger King. Well, Tiger King but, was the hey, only homework assignment I ever got from Free Talk Live. The, the, it was worth Tiger it, King wasn't it? Just, no. Uh, really? Yeah. Tiger King's are, I watch a clip on Tiger YouTube. King's our neighbor. Tiger King is just across the border in, uh, in Oklahoma. Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul is filmed right here in Albuquerque. Tiger and, King's but anyway, in prison. Yeah. And, uh... 
and He's never uh, gonna financially so are, so are, so are a few so are a few New Mexicans. Actually, there's a few New Mexican politicians that have been sent to prison in recent years for uh, oh. stealing this, stealing that, stealing whatever's not nailed down. How and corrupt then, uh, can they be if they're actually holding them accountable and issuing out well, justice? Well, they do. They do things like give them a thousand dollar fine uh, and no probation. Just a thousand dollar fine. Say I'm sorry. For instance, that mayor, uh, uh, I think it was Gurule in Las Vegas, New Mexico, who uh, forged uh, voting materials in order to get herself reelected to mayor, and she was handing out uh, city contracts to her boyfriend for high dollar uh, construction stuff. But anyway, they, they, yeah, they get they get uh, they get a slap on the wrist. They get uh, like a, a fraction of what uh, you or I would get is what happens. And then the competitor, um, who's also a Democrat uh, in the mayoral race, uh, Manny Aragon, who's been the sheriff for a number of years here recently, uh, he has been trying to get public financing, and he, he keeps getting uh, losing his court cases to get his public financing because he uh, allegedly forged uh, signatures on his um, uh, petition where he needed signatures in order to qualify for public financing. And apparently those are fourth-degree felonies here in New Mexico for if you forge those documents. So that's the, the Democrat candidate number one, Democrat candidate number two. And then now that only leaves the Republican candidate. There's only three candidates, Eddie Aragon, who uh, actually owns and runs the radio station you're being heard on right now in Albuquerque. Um, they, they, they sent an that's investigative KBLA, report. Right? Uh, KIVA, Kiva, yeah, the Rock of Talk. Yeah. 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 And so now there's scandal on Eddie, too, because the uh, KOB4 sent out a reporter to uh, interview the the newly announced candidate, uh, Aragon, but not not for the usual candidate interview about what can you do to help the people. They wanted to know what what, uh, Eddie's uh, residence address was uh, because apparently it's a scandal that he lives and works out of his uh, business as opposed to having a a home separate from his business, Uh, never mind that the business is uh, in in, uh, Albuquerque and it's uh, lawfully, allegedly lawful for him to, to live there. And he just won his court case. Uh, he, he was taken to court. He was sued by a Democrat voter uh, uh, saying that it's illegal for him to run for mayor because he lives in his, his uh, business. So they sued him, and they lost. The judge says, uh, screw you. He can, uh, it, it has nothing to do with the election. That's a zoning issue. Get out of my courtroom. You should just so do what now Maria all- did here, David, and just, like, throw your name in the hat. Screw it. Yeah, right. Go for it. Yeah. It costs $5 to run for mayor. Everybody's like, wow, congratulations. I'm like, dude, it took 12 minutes and $5 <laughs> for me to run yeah, for mayor. Well, if that's all it took here, I would. Oh, and one last thing is is apparently I learned from one of my insiders at KKKOB uh, radio uh, cumulus station here in Albuquerque. I learned that uh, from the produ- one of the producers there that um, Eric Strauss, when I mentioned, um, see, they, they cut off, if you say Eddie Aragon's name on the radio on KKOB, they instantly dump your call. And then after, he dump, after Eric, Eric Strauss dumped my call the other day, I learned that he told the producer to never, ever, 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 ever let me back on his call-in program because I said Eddie Aragon. Oh, it sounds wow. like you're going to upset those lesbian Nazis again. Pretty soon there's going to be like two radio that. shows that David can call into. <laughs> They're going to be like That's national right. shows. Well, David, keep us yeah. surprised of this situation and how it's developing. I mean, it sounds dramatic. And, I mean, and, it, and when a- you throw your name into the hat... Because if everyone else is corrupt, that's that's like the marketing slogan for your candidacy, right? Like, no scandals. David Os- uh, Olson, no scandals. Like, they're right there on the sign. 
I would make a sign like, look what all those other idiots are doing. Vote for me instead. Because yeah. <laughs> they're, they're being petty, man. Refusing to allow the guy's name to be mentioned on radio and then trying to sue him for living out of his workplace. This is bizarre. I'm sure your sign would have more expletive deleted on there as well. Probably. The last one did. <laughs> this one won't. It's just Aria, Queen of Keen. Okay. I love that Thanks. so much. I also do. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I, I'm waiting because uh, there's going to be a primary, and I want to make sure that I actually get through the primary before I waste any money on signs and all that stuff. Okay. But I mean, it's only like 400 bucks for 50 signs. It's like, I can go ahead and do that. It'll be worth it. No, go ahead and get, get those fired. up. Go ahead and get, I'll still be Queen of Keen, okay. even if I don't get through the primary, right? right. Because I have already declared myself to be... <laughs> The Queen of Keen, the voters can just decide to recognize that or not. I, I don't care if they recognize it or not, though, because I am already the Queen of Keen. Would you, sir, would you pre, pre, uh, preside over those who did vote for you, regardless of the outcome of the election? I would be a queen in exactly the same capacity I am now. Okay. Only it would be written down on a sheet of paper somewhere okay. and with some official seal on it, probably. But the people that vote for you would have to refer to you as your majesty. Or they, they could refer to me however they want. Okay. I don't care. All right. <laughs> it would be funny if, you know, they said that. Oh, like, Mike, you just walk down the street and all of a sudden like, half the population just bows. Be like, my liege. <laughs> what is going on? Epic. Don't you know that is the queen of <laughs> Her excellency. Well, that's how Sununu signs his orders, right? So I want to go a step Wait, I thought that, that was a joke. He seriously does that? No, that, yeah, that's legit. Yeah, they, they say right there at the top, by order of his excellency, Jeez. Governor yeah. Christopher oh, Sununu. Oh, my Gosh. Yeah, they're obnoxious, man. <laughs> so I'm going That's to maybe nauseous. So I'm going to take that <laughs> up a notch, right? And go a bit beyond Mark's intergalactic space king thing. And I'm okay. just going to have a litany of titles and respectives and all of that kind of nonsense on anything I signed. And of course, anything I signed would be like repealing old laws, which isn't going to happen. So as mayor, I would have nothing to do anyway, and I wouldn't do it even if I did have something to do. But what always bothered me about like repealing old laws is it always adds another law to the books. The law that repeals the old one. Yeah. So then you end up with double. Oh, it's a stupid anyway. system. It is a stupid system. You can't just take that law and erase it. You have to make a new law that nullifies that law. Right. If there's going to be a great reset in any capacity, it should be to nullify that nonsense. Right? Yeah. If, if, it's if, like, let's, okay, let's we re- can just delete laws now. Let's reset the law books and start from scratch. Like That's a great reset I would get behind. That's one of the more alarming things that, you know, I just thought about this year because someone said it that I'd never really thought about before. But the reason we have so many laws on the books today is because they don't expire. Yeah. Once they make a law, it's permanent and it yeah. takes another law to undo it. And well, they just keep we, adding more. Yeah. Sometimes there are certain ones that sunset, right? Like the, the assault weapons ban of 94 or whatever or whatever year that was. What happened to it? It sunsetted. Like it, it, that one had an expiration date, which oh. is which is why... You could get those things again, like larger capacity magazines nationwide. Well, the Patriot Act supposedly had an expiration date as well, but they, they keep, keep renewing that it. one. They yeah. do, man. And they renew disgusting. that one every year. Every every time it comes up, they they renew it. And I was just like, how long are people? How long is Congress going to let this nonsense continue? Obviously, forever, because they're all behind it, and they're all behind these vaccine mandates. Well, we're out of Afghanistan, so no more excuses. End that thing. Well, the U.S. government's out of Afghanistan. I've never been. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> But when we get back, we're going to continue the story about vaccines and how they're affecting women. 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. 
This message is for you if you are a polyamorous person or you're in an open relationship and you are struggling with jealousy, loneliness, and communication problems. Hello, my name is Jeremy West and I am a polyamory coach with degrees in psychology and communications and five years of experience with polyamory. And for a limited time, I'm teaching a free online class just for polyamorous people or people in open relationships where you will discover a new, simpler, and unique way to uncover the secret that experienced poly people know about jealousy that you must know too, stop feeling lonely when your partner is out with another partner, and use the four key elements that will change the way you communicate forever. No more crying yourself to sleep when you're alone for a night, a weekend, or longer, and wondering if it's better to go back to a monogamous relationship. Sound good? Well then, go to jeremywest.net slash free class and register for my class now. Again, that's jeremywest.net slash free class, jeremywest.net slash free class. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. As always, you're invited to join us. You can talk about what's important to you, or you can join the discussions we're having. 603-283-6160 is the call in line. That's 603-283-6160. The best discussions are the ones that happen during the break. They, they really are, man. <laughs> I, I want to set up something, at least in my studio, that automatically starts recording. It has to be, an, obviously, a different type of microphone that just automatically starts recording because... We, we would probably say things that shouldn't be sent out even on internet, you know, just like personal information and things like that. Right. We're just bantering and, you know, record it and, you know, find the interesting bits and release it as some sort of an amplifier only thing. But I've never gotten around to it. But it would be funny, and you're absolutely right. I came back in for smoking, and Nikki's talking about someone rubbing her feet. And she's like, I, I don't know what I walked into, but I hate I wasn't here for the last six minutes. The, the, the off-air banter between me and Mark is always really funny as well. But oh, I'm sure. I think I talked to Mark about that before, too, because like the, the conversations during the break may not be you know, radio-worthy, but well, they're, they're not radio friendly. Yeah, friendly. that's for sure. But they, but they're definitely there's some of them are definitely like podcast worthy. Like yeah. If you if you could get like the Free Talk Live podcast that had everything, including the breaks, right? Mm. The may, maybe. See, I would just put them up separately as like the all fair banter. I started trying to put them in with the podcast. Yeah, but then then you lose a little bit of the context of True. of what led into that part of the banter. Good point. But sometimes that's the best, like the out of context, just <laughs> yeah. like random nonsense. The outtakes. For like the what I walked into a few <laughs> yeah. minutes ago. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But let's keep going with the phones because we are a call-in show after all. That's 603-283-6160. We also have Dave calling from New Mexico. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live. Thank you, everyone. Um, little correction for Dave and Albuquerque. The Uh-oh. Democratic sheriff that was endorsed by the Republican Party of New Mexico that is running for mayor, his name is Manny Gonzalez. He was now endorsed the, by the Republicans? Yeah, doesn't that sound a little bit odd? Well, it, it may sound odd, but I'm pretty sure David has mentioned in the past that the, the, the mayoral race is nonpartisan. Right? Like, you, um, you, it's not a primary with the Republican and Democrats, it's just whoever wants to run can. And you can put whatever letter you want. After. But if you have too many 
names on the ballot, they do a primary. Like, I'm facing a primary here in Keene because there are three of us and they want to whittle it down to two for the election. Right, but, it's, is, but is it going to be a Republican and Democrat primary? And no, then it's with, just a it's just one general big primary. Yeah, yeah. But that said, I am a registered Republican. Right. I won't have the backing of the Republican Party. It's just like I didn't when I ran for sheriff, but that's right. fine. I don't want to have anything to do with them anyway because I'm not really a Republican. But it being nonpartisan is why you can have a Democrat being endorsed by a Republican. The interesting thing is that there was no Republican on the ticket, and the Republicans were backing a Democrat. And the Democrat, when they did a debate with Eddie, Tim, and Manny, the only person that came up with a clear answer for all the different questions was Eddie. Now, to Eddie's housing situation, he lives in a dual-use building. Interesting part of the history of this thing. Eddie's father helped build or was involved in the construction of the building. Eddie is a real estate broker involved in the sale of the building. Now he's leasing space in that same building. It is a dual-purpose building. It does have the facilities necessary to meet the code enforcement requirements to be listed as a legal residence. Yeah, There's I mean, I got to be honest, I, I don't really where, care where where dude lives, and I, I think it's just petty and disgusting for his opponents to be trying to play that court in the first place. Okay, so... And if you end all zoning, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Okay, so dude is, is having a difficult time at the moment, and you, the loving, kind Democrats who supposedly care about people having, you know, ex- experiencing difficulties in their lives, are targeting this dude and attempting to punish him for it and keep him from running for office for it. This is the political Wild West. The last presidential election, the three oil patch counties in southeast New Mexico, for some odd reason, keep government math in mind, 150% of registered voters, of them, 120% voted for the Democrat. Yeah, I've certainly seen that here as well. Thank you so much for the call tonight, Dave. And it's recorded in the official New Hampshire Registry of Elections that the town of Westmoreland here, which has a population of 1,700 or something like that, recorded more than 7,000 votes for Democratic candidate Eli Rivera against me in the 2020 election. So more close to four times the actual number of people living in Westmoreland voted for Eli Rivera. And I have no doubt that it's just a clerical error, but still. I'm almost glad they think they needed that much more just to prevent you from winning. Right? If like, you, if, they get, if they got double, like, and you still won, right? They needed four times the amount to keep you keep you from winning. The only thing I dislike about it, I mean, I still wouldn't have won even if that, even if that hadn't happened. But they happened. didn't know that at the time. Well, I think it was just a clerical error, okay. right? They meant to record, you know, 770 or whatever, and they accidentally inserted a one or inserted a zero or inserted an extra seven. I don't know, but probably just a typo, I'm assuming. The only thing I dislike about it is that it makes it look like I got like 18% of the vote versus the actual closer 25, 27 to 30% that I actually got because, you know, 7,000 of those votes weren't actually legitimate. Okay. But... It's rampant. I mean, and that's just one local race in one little county in little old New Hampshire. Imagine how many clerical errors are taking are taking place like that throughout the entire country during the presidential election. There's just no way I could have any faith in the system whatsoever. Well, we saw that, you know, clear as day with that um, the Vertical chart spike. where it was just like a straight line. 
yeah. up for Biden. The 3 a.m. vertical spike in yeah. like three different states for Biden. I didn't see that. Oh, really? Well, I didn't follow it that It was like a whole test. meme yeah, it, thing. Yeah, I thought you would have seen the meme at least. It was like, it, it was close. It was tracking fairly close with Trump and Biden, and Biden was low. And then at 3 a.m., they counted some votes, and Biden's line goes straight up in the air, and then he overtakes Trump by like the same margin that Trump was beating him prior. Mm. So it was they 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 had that little part of the thing and they put like fraud on it, turned it into an. It was great. The memes are great. Well, I'm sure mine was just a clerical error. I have no idea what was going on with Joe Biden, but you know, fraud. Any any time you have a human involved, they can make a mistake, whether they mean to or not. And just like that, the the results of an election could change by a factor of ten. So what you're saying is we need more voting machines. Because then humans don't get involved. No, I'm saying we need to minimize the impact that these events have. Like, instead of allowing people in California who have, you know, dozens of counties and dozens of towns who are all quite possible of making clerical errors, instead of allowing them to also pick who is going to rule over us, secede from the United States, that way we at least minimize the damage of election fraud to only happening in New Hampshire and only impacting New Hampshire where the fraud in California and Florida or any of these other places wouldn't affect us and the mistakes there wouldn't affect us. Never mind the fact that all of these people who voted are completely and totally ignorant about the people they voted for. Most of these people don't know anything about Joe Biden. And my primary win proved that. Something like 4,000 Republicans (laughs) knowing nothing about me, somehow knowing nothing about me, went in there and voted for me. And these were supposed to be, you know, the the educated the con- well-connected primary voters. I was expecting, like, I was expecting to lose the primary to the write-in candidate, Earl Nelson. I expected maybe 25 to 30, maybe 50 votes at the most, just from people who knew me personally and liked me. But instead, 4,000. Maybe they did their research and they went, you know what, still better than a Democrat. Well, the 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 repercussions suggest that they did not. <laughs> okay. But then- what? Repu- uh, Republicans wouldn't want a satanic trans woman to be sheriff they apparently would not i think the union leader better than a democrat i would agree the union leader ran i would a, agree ran an article titled something like cheshire calamity whereby gov gop votes for satan or something like that it was great but then oh, it was worse awesome. in the general election something like seven thousand people went and voted for me some of those did so knowingly but the vast majority of them just still had no idea who they were voting for and that's true across the entire united states People who are just completely and totally ignorant are choosing who's going to tell us what we can and can't do and who's going to mandate what we have to put into our bodies. The RRD is the only thing that matters. Yep. 603-283-6160. There's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Talk Live. You're invited to join us, 603-283-6160. If you remember last year, we told you about Intercoin, which can help any business and organization launch their own cryptocurrency or raise money using their own token. Well, now Intercoin.org has launched worldwide. So if there's a token that you want to launch or an app you want to build, go to Intercoin.org, enter your email, and the team there will get in touch with you and learn about your needs. And while you're there, if you want Get some intercoins for yourself. That's intercoin.org, I-N-T-E-R, coin.org. Definitely worth looking into. They, the project now has been going on for 
several years, I believe. And yep. it, the same people behind it are working on the upcoming redesigned website for Free Talk Live. They do, they do really good work. And Intercoin has a lot of noble goals and a lot of complex technology surrounding it. I remember uh, a few years ago when they first started advertising, it was like a big deal that Free Talk Live took payment for the ads in Intercoin. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. We're on board. But let's go to the phones. We have Sam calling from Ohio. Sam, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I was just curious if there's any legal updates about the crypto sex in terms of nobody. He's a free man. Yeah, he well, relatively. Well, freer than he was a few weeks ago. Yeah, not in jail. Rich yeah. Paul has been released from jail. He's not. He got, a, a, he got bail is what you're saying? Yes. Not only that, the judge declared that he was being held illegally. Which was, I want to say, a phenomenal victory for the The judge defense. did declare that, and then they continued holding him illegally for, like, three weeks. Understood. <laughs> but now it's on record, right? Now th- there's a record somewhere that says he was held for that amount of time illegally. And I think that opens it up to further litigation if he chose to pursue it. I think there yeah. will be lots. I'm basically sue the state of New Hampshire over him being unlawful. Well, it wasn't, the, it wasn't the state of New Hampshire's fault, that that happened. He would have to sue the federal government. I imagine there are going to be oh. lots of lawsuits uh, yeah. filed against the federal government as a result of what happened. For but those when, who don't, when their own judge declares it to be so, it yeah. really, really bolsters your case, man. For those who aren't aware, uh, on March the 16th, almost six months ago, uh, the Crypto Six were raided and arrested. That includes myself, Ian Freeman, Colleen Fordham. Uh, Andy and Renee Spinella, and of course, Rich Paul, also known as Nobody. Uh, they were much more vicious here at the studio than they were at my place. My place, they just kicked down the door. I mean, they did threaten to shoot me, and I don't think they actually did that here, but they didn't do any further property damage than just kicking in my door. Here, they drove battering rams through the front doors. They pulled out window I don't frames. It was. Why they pointed a gun at you while you were naked. That's the part I don't understand. Where you had like a blanket wrapped around you, you said before? That's correct. Well, because You have no idea where she hides that gun. Because I was running down these stairs screaming at them to shut up because it was six o'clock in the morning and I thought they were, you know, contractors who were there working for me who were just not appreciative of what time it was. Oh, so that's how you treat yeah. your contractors, huh? Well, if they're going to make that much noise at six in the morning, yes. So, I mean, I was... <laughs> It, I, I understand why the FBI was alarmed when suddenly there's a six-foot-tall naked tranny running down the stairs screaming at them. I understand their concern. But, you know, threatening to shoot me, probably not necessary. I mean, it, it was an interesting experience to then, you know, having been asleep for like an hour and a half at that point and having gone to bed drunk the night before, suddenly having the realization that this is not contractors and these are people with riot shields and flashlights and guns pointed at me who were telling me to stop moving. It was a, it was an interesting, it was an interesting start to a day, but not one I would recommend. That said, I didn't need caffeine to wake up that morning. Yep. So there is that. Adrenaline is a hell of a drug. <laughs> but um, as far as updates go, I mean, there's the justice system is slow uh, or the federal court system is slow. And that's even more true now that with the COVID-19 well, pandemic having stalled so many cases and getting, caused delays. Getting nobody out was like the next big item yes. on the list. Yes, so, because now none of the Crypto Six are in jail awaiting trial. Right. So do do you have an update on who's 
uh, next hearing or trial date is upcoming first? Like, what's the next big milestone for people who are interested? As I understand it, there is, we are waiting on the prosecutors to file a motion deadline. And this is, okay, you have this many days in which to file your amendments, your appeals, your all sorts of your documents or whatever it is you want to, like, if you want to file for a severance of charges or something like that, you have this many days to get all of that stuff in. We were expecting that back in July. Okay. So more than two months ago. We we don't know exactly when that's going to come. And they're currently planning the trial to take place in May of 2022, but that looks almost certainly like it's not going to happen. And that really seems soon for a federal trial with this magnitude. Yes, that, that's about eight months away. Okay. And I, I just don't see it happening. Yeah. It's more likely going to be May of 2023, I suspect. And of course, now that everyone has been released, I don't particularly have any objection to that. I mean, if they were going to hold someone until the trial, then yes, okay, we need to get this thing out of the way. Yeah. But with everyone else, like, well, it doesn't which, benefit us to rush. Well, we also just mentioned that nobody is freer than he was, but not completely free. So yes. everyone still has bail conditions, which they must abide by. And I'm sure some people would like, you know, to be able to not check in with probation and get an ankle monitor off their leg much sooner than 2023. Absolutely. I mean... None of us are thrilled about what's going on, certainly, but freer than in the cage, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. For those who have been curious, because I know a lot of people were anxious to hear from you know Rich Paul once he got released, he's not allowed to make any public statements anywhere, from what I can tell. Like, if he goes to an event, he's explicitly forbidden from grabbing the microphone. He can use social media, but only for messaging. He's not allowed to post any statements that would be public. And he's certainly not allowed to do radio or to, you know, even call in to radio shows. Isn't there this thing uh, called, I don't know, the First Amendment? Stricken from the books, repealed for nobody. There is, but... He can file a motion to get that reinstated. I don't think he can. Really? Yeah, because it was... um, There's no one higher in this case than Judge LaPlante. Okay. If it had been the magistrate who said this, then he could still appeal it and get Judge LaPlante to be like, oh, yeah, you know, that's too restrictive. But because it was Judge LaPlante who ordered it, I don't think it can be appealed. Well, I'm sure eventually, maybe in the future, Judge LaPlante could eventually turn that back in theory. I mean, he could, but I don't think he's going to because it was his idea to impose those conditions in the first place, I think. Now, okay, so without sounding too much... Like, I like this guy. I have been pleasantly surprised with a handful of the decisions that he's made through a lot of the hearings. I've, I've been pleasantly surprised by Judge LaPlante as well. He seems he seems fair, and it seems like he wants to do the right thing within the boundaries of the U.S. judicial system. Seems more level-headed than he needed to be as a judge in that position dealing with this case particularly. Yes. The prosecutors, I remember during the hearings, they loved to focus on the, the phone calls that Rich Paul made where he was understandably frustrated and Judge LaPlante was foolishly, foolishly making those statements on a known recorded line. Yes, that, that was a bit silly and foolish. However, he was frustrated and Judge LaPlante yeah. was just like, yeah, look, I, I really don't care about those phone calls. Yeah. I've heard worse. They're inconsequential to me. So fair and level headed for sure. More coming up here about the vaccine and the effects it has on women that just were never studied. 603-283-6160. That and more is coming up. It's Free Talk Live. 
when a lunar observatory detects a radio broadcast originating from Proxima Centauri, the nations of Earth discover their first contact with an alien race may also be their last. With the Proximans facing an extinction-level disaster, Earth must choose between sending a ship on a multi-year journey or allowing nature to take its course. Saving Proxima, a hard science fiction thriller by Travis S. Taylor and Les Johnson. From BaneBooks.com. It's Free Talk Live. 603-283-6160 if you want to join in on our discussions at 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Aria. Nikki. And Richard Rich. And we were talking earlier about just the absurdity of allowing people, the ignorant people in California. And that that's not a particular jab at the people in California. There just are, most of them. But that's okay. the average voter in general. They're completely and totally ignorant of who they're voting for. And yet... Those people, those ignorant people are choosing who is going to be president and who's going to be the highest authority figure in the United States telling you what you can and can't do. And I think that's absurd. And that's one of the reasons that I'm part of NHXit.us, which is a movement for New Hampshire to declare independence from the federal government to just get us away from that insanity. If, if you're OK with having people in California vote for the person who is going to basically be in charge of you to be your tyrant then sure go ahead and stay part of the united states but if you find that to be stupid dangerous reckless and maybe a little arbitrary and vicious then check out nhexit.us sign the petition there for new hampshire to declare independence from the federal government there's actually a number of state reps who are involved with this movement and hopefully the legislation is going to be presented soon to the legislative services committee it's it's all very confusing how the whole thing works but there's actual state representatives who are behind this effort i remember early on in like either the free state project or the freedom migration and one of the compelling reasons for new hampshire being selected was that if it were to secede it was a pretty optimal uh state to secede from because it's got a water port and an international border and yes. therefore isn't landlocked to the United States at all. And you could secede and then just leave Maine out there floating on their own like Alaska. Well, there's generally, I mean, free travel between when we're not in a, the middle of a pandemic between the United States and Canada and between the United States and Mexico. There's no reason that we wouldn't have the same free travel from New Hampshire and the United States. Well, if the United States decided to be vindictive and block travel, right, they could they could only block it on their borders and you would still have a water port and Canada to, you know. Well, bring in if they goods. didn't blockade the water for it, eh, true. I wouldn't put that past the U.S. military, but I—it's not the 19th century anymore. I just don't think they could take the PR hit of "Oh, this state seceded. We have to crush them economically." That's not going to do them any favors in in the world forum. I mean, they're already losing losing global power, especially with Afghanistan. The, nightmare in afghanistan with china stepping up china is going to be the new global authority and i don't think the united states has the worldwide presence to get away with something like that so i don't see any of that happening but that's assuming it gets on the ballot and that the people of new hampshire and i tend to think they probably would vote for independence because new hampshire does have a very strong distrust of the federal government 
before the Free State Project even got here. Live free or die. Yeah. It's in the motto. Start acting like it. But we also have Dale calling from Georgia, listening on WGOW. Dale, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, actually a first-time listener. I just uh, ran across y'all. But, uh, I'm glad uh, to hear it. I'm just, uh, I've been trying to find out if we have to sign, or not me, but people have to sign waivers to get this vaccine, and I've heard conflicting answers. But uh, my big thing is, if the vaccine oh. repeal that law that protects the drug manufacturers from any kind of liability with it. Not you, at you, all. You cut off for a bit there, Dell, so we didn't hear your full point. Can you repeat that for me? But, Yes, yes, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, the phone. Uh, if the vaccine is safe, why do they not repeal this law that protects the drug manufacturers from uh, any kind of liability from it? Uh, that, that, I mean, that would bolster confidence in uh, the people that might get it. And uh, I just don't understand that. Shorter answer is because it's not safe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, exactly. And let's let's just bring another reminder to the two point three billion dollars that Pfizer had to pay for fraudulent marketing. Dell, thank you so much for the call tonight. I mean, there are all sorts of stories about Johnson and Johnson getting yep. sued for, yeah. for like just, baby powder and all sorts of stuff. So, and the same is true of Pfizer. Moderna, I think, is a relatively new company. Apparently, Moderna is basically an extension of mRNA. I mean, it's right there in the name. So, this is like the only thing they do, and probably the only quote, drug they have out on market. But the lawsuits against Pfizer and Johnson & Johnson have been going back decades. Yeah. They are the big pharma that liberals have been railing yep. against my entire life and that libertarians have been railing against my entire life. The only difference is libertarians didn't change our, t- change our tune. We're still railing against big pharma because this entire thing is nothing but a massive filtering yep. of wealth from the American taxpayer to big pharma. There are pro-vax libertarians. Around there town, are. though. Yeah. There are, sure. So, but I, I mean, also want to answer a question that he had. He was asking if people the waivers, need to right? sign a waiver. Uh, in short, basically, yes, there are documents that you have to sign before you get the vaccination. Um, I haven't read them completely through, but it's, it's basically like I agree to get this and a bunch of fine print. So, I'm not surprised to hear that. Um, yep. Well, I'm sure you can imagine what the fine print might say. I'm sure that's true with most med- well, No, that's not true. I don't recall ever signing um, a consent form with so a shot that I got at the doctor's. It it depends what it is. Like for surgeries and stuff, you have to inf- uh, sign an informed consent with a doctor and there needs to be like a nurse or some other witness present. For like the flu shot, I don't believe so. For hmm. like other like prescription medications, usually not. Yeah. So if it's like some sort of like serious medical procedure, yes. Like if you need to go under anesthesia, yes. But generally for vaccinations, no. And to be fair, we're not we're also not saying that the vaccine is 100% dangerous, right? Yeah. It could be effective for some people. Yes. Could be. It could be totally safe. It could be. But we don't know. The statistics are confusing and and fallacious in a lot of ways. And it's never going to be 100% safe. So there right. are going to be people who have adverse reactions or death because of it. And if they, you know, if they're being told it's 100% safe and they have these adverse reactions, they should be able to hold these companies liable, but they can't. Right? Well, there've been all sorts of drugs released by the FDA, and I noticed that if you look up 
you know, recalls from the FDA and stuff like that, you don't really find anything after 2019. All the articles that you'll find criticizing the FDA and how it rushes drugs through the approval process, how it's all about pay to pay, they stopped coming out right when the pandemic hit. Suddenly the FDA was a good thing. But let's not remember, just three years ago under the Trump administration, people on the left were criticizing the FDA and Donald Trump for you know, rushing things through the approval process. But then it's this vaccine and they're thrilled about it. They're thrilled that Big Pharma was able to pay enough money to get this vaccine rushed through the very same FDA that they were just criticizing. Well, Aria, they had the best scientists working on this thing. They had the smartest people in the whole entire world. You still got to do testing, man, and that takes time. And they didn't have it. Well, I don't care if they want to do it tested or untested, but... Don't mandate it. Don't require it from yeah. people, right. given that it hasn't been tested. I That's absolutely the big agree. Thing. And if and if you're if you're going to mandate it, right, and it's going to be mandatory, and they're going to force it upon you, then they have to take responsibility and the liability in doing so, right? Like they say, like you know, the the police have no obligation to protect you, right? right? Unless you're in jail, right? If you're in custody, <laughs> that's their job. They yeah. have to protect you. If they fail that duty, they can be held liable, but that's the only time because they've, 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 they've got you, you know, in hand. And the Supreme Court has upheld that repeatedly. Uh, there was that cop at the school shooting in Florida who, like, ran and hit or something, and people were like, hey, that's messed up, and they tried to sue him or something like that, and the judge was like, yeah, no, the, the cops have no obligation to protect if you're not in their custody. Right. And so a cop can walk by you getting beaten and mugged on the street and, and they can just keep walking. Twirl his baton and whistle yeah. as he walks by. No big deal. So what is their purpose again? To to extract money from the people and give it to yeah. local and town governments and state governments. As but far the as corollary is there. If, if, they're in char- if they're taking responsibility, then they have to be held liable. That's not what the Blue Lives Matter people told me. No, but the Blue Lives Matter people are very confused. <laughs> That's putting it nicely. Yeah. What are your thoughts? 603-283-6160. There's more coming up, including how meditation can help you make fewer mistakes. But what are your thoughts? Should these vaccines be mandated? Are they still experimental? It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live with Aria, Nikki, and Richie Rich. 603-283-6160. That's the call in line if you want to take control of the airwaves, talk about whatever's important to you. 603-283-6160. And I want to say thank you to Am I Free to Go, who is tonight's amplifier. This means that Am I Free to Go is a member of the AMP program. You can find out more about it at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. It stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. Because money used to join the program is used only to advertise, market, and promote Free Talk Live. So if you value the show, the ideas of liberty, reaching larger audiences, getting on more radio stations, getting more podcast downloads, all of that great stuff, you may consider joining the AMP program as Am I Free to Go here has, has done. It's, it only takes five bucks per month that gets you in, and it comes with some, some cool perks. But really, the reason you should join is because you care about the ideas of liberty and you want them to reach a larger audience. So Am I Free to Go? Thank you so much for the contributions. I actually have that on a shirt. It's a cop block shirt, but sure enough, right there on the front, it's like, am I free to go? I feel like he should just change his name to free to go, because then the cop will look at the license and go like, you're free to go? And just walk off. <laughs> I would be interested in trying that. Maybe that's next for my insane 
things that I do. Anyway, let's go to the phones. We have and Arsalan. If they go, who are you? You go like, I am free to go. And they go, oh, really? We have Arsalan calling from Honolulu. Arsalan, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Sorry for the delay. Is Rich here? I am. What's up, buddy? Oh, Rich. Oh, what's up? Oh, hi. So I'm here to tell my story. Um, Which is amazing, by the way. Like, I asked him specifically to call in and share this story because this is like months in the making of me and him having like private conversations on Telegram about his upcoming uh, traffic case and how I was skeptical of his like success. Go ahead. Arsene. So let's get into the background first. What was the traffic case? What were the details? What were they accusing you of doing? Um, okay, so Honolulu is really corrupt, and they're accusing me of. You know, I don't even remember to be honest with you. That's how long ago it was. But they like it was just the the, the police. They harassed me. They harassed me, and wasn't uh, like crossing a solid a, yellow line or something like that, or making an illegal um, U-turn. That, no, that you know that one. That one I still have court. I oh, okay. actually was found guilty. That one I was found guilty for because I didn't execute my method properly. So I, I, I actually lost some court cases because I didn't execute my hypothesis correctly. But basically, my, my inspiration was the Bhagavad Gita. And basically, the truth is that you have higher um, you have higher authority than the judge. The judge has no authority over you. The, you have all the authority. You have the spiritual power. You have the divine authority. And judges don't like to, hearing that, though. Yeah, judges don't like hearing that, and because it, it's the, the truth. Do, yeah, it's the truth. It's the truth. The, the The only thing they can do for you is unlawfully arrest you and drag you into court. But that's a rare circumstance. That's not going to happen. Um, it's a rare circumstance, and, and like all the conspiracies you find on the internet, they're all real. If like the Pentagon and the CIA did nine eleven, and vaccines will kill you. So like. Yeah, the truth is in front of you. You just need the, uh, how can I say, the, the fortitude to believe in the truth. You need the faith, the faith. So um, so, so what so did you I, do? I, you had this traffic ticket, and you don't, it, it's been so long that you don't remember what, it, what it's about. But I, I, had a bunch of, I have a bunch of traffic tickets because the, the, the police here are corrupt. The police are corrupt. So I have a bunch of traffic tickets. I still have more traffic tickets. I'm still going to apply the same uh, thing. So what you have to do is you have to file an e-file. And you have to act as your own agent. You basically, you're, you are your own lawyer, and you have to create an e-file. On the e-file, you want to put motion for discovery, motion for speedy trial. Uh, I put thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness. I put UCC 1308, UCC 1207. No, no what said, are those? Tell me about those. Uh, you know, it's marine time codes. I, I, I don't know them off the back of my hand. I don't know them off the back of my hand, but they're marine time codes. And uh, basically, the United States was the law. The law has to do with it. it operates in legalese. The, the the court system it operates in legalese. Sure. And you do not. Yeah. And when and when you go when you go to court, you say the agent or the straw man entity that you have spoken. Well, you first you ignore the judge. You let the judge <laughs> contradict himself. That, the judge, I, you're gonna have to having been in my judge, fair yeah. share of courtrooms, it rarely goes over well when you just ignore the judge. Exactly. It's so easier to do with e-filing and Zoom calls now. Fair point. Yeah, exa- exactly. Well, the e-file, you, you, get to, you put the e-file in, you, you make your beautiful e-file, and they're going to give you, uh, whether it's a Zoom call or whether it's a trial, you ignore the judge. When you go in there, you ignore the judge. 
you have to let the judge um, like how I ignore my dog when I first get home. Right. That's how I tell her that, you know, she's submissive to me as I go in. I just ignore her until I'm ready to give her my attention. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But it's a judge. It's a judge. So, (laughs) yes. So you get held in contempt and thrown in jail. So, okay. So, but if that doesn't happen, what next? So you just wait, wait for the judge. You ignore the judge. And then you say, judge, you have tricked yourself. You have entered a contract in legalese with yourself. You tell the judge and you say, judge, it's your duty. I said, I said, judge, it's your kuleana. Kuleana is the word for Hawaiian. Uh, it's the word for duty. I, I, I should just recommend, uh, I, I should just read the Bhagavad Gita. The Bhagavad Gita was my inspiration. That's the uh, Hindu holy text, right? Yes, yes, that's correct. Bhagavad Gita was my inspiration. So I told the judge, judge, it's your duty to, I said, the straw man entity you have spoken exists on the courthouse in paper. And you can bring in, um, your, you can bring in like your passport or you can bring in your, um, so, so what does that mean? Straw man entity. Um, when you're born, you have a straw man and it's basically your name in all caps. It's a straw man. It's like you have a federal bank account. You have a federal bank account. Every U.S. citizen has their own federal bank account, and it's like a charge with a bond and taxes, all this other stuff. It's how they pay for your taxes. I, I don't know. It, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of stuff. Like all of us are corporate pieces of paper. All of us, all of us are corporate pieces of paper. All of us are straw men. We exist in a book somewhere, and a and a Federal Reserve own us. So how does this yeah. proceed after you ignore the judge and you tell the judge that you know he's talking about a straw man? Yeah, well, the judge knows. The judge knows because they operate. They operate. Um, they operate in the straw man. That's how it works. They know this. They don't want you to know this. This is the information they don't want you to know. This is the information that they don't want you to. Know. It, it sounds like conspiracy. It sounds fake. But yeah, that's what I did. I told them that I said it's your duty to read the e file. The judge will not read the e file. That's the thing. The judge will not read the e file. They they want you. They want you to trick. They want to trick you into a contract in legalese, a verbal contract in legalese. You tell them, read the e-file. The strawman entity exists on paper. And if they read the file, they dismiss the case because you're telling them to read the e-file and you're telling them, I motion for a speedy trial. I motion for this. I motion UCC 1308. Thou shall not. If the judge reads that, they have no choice but to dismiss it. Only if, only, only in like, if there is a murder case, then you're going to go to jail. That's a different story. It, so I, it I only mean, works for certain types of cases, presumably like really minor traffic, ones like traffic. Traffic, yes. Yeah. Traffic, exactly. But traffic is still a big one. Like I, I just got, I escaped a $600 one. Um, I escaped a $600 one. That, so you've oh, had success was, um, with this, correct? That's the thing. Yes, you got I thrown out. Success. Yes, it got thrown out. I, I had success. And you're planning but, to but do yeah, this you, with the other traffic tickets and stuff that you have? All of them. All of them, yeah, all of them. I have, I have community service. I have community service, so I'm challenging the court system. The worst thing to happen is that the Honolulu will pick me up and put me in the jail, but that's not going to happen because they want to, they want me to pay off the debt, and I'm not paying off the debt. But, um, well, keep us so, surprised of how the rest of those tickets go. It sounds crazy, and yet I'm convinced that there's more to it than the crazy. So, because I have been in court and like, I have, you know, I am Richie Rich. The court has a legal name on file for me and I don't speak that name ever. So in court, they call on me and they go like your name. I go, I am rich. 
and I go, last name, and I go, you guys spell it like this. And that's all I say to them. And I've had the judge in one you know traffic case or whatever it was set me aside, recall the legal fiction, and then when that person didn't answer, had me reappear on behalf of the legal fiction, and then I did community service on behalf of the legal fiction that they have on paper. I'm not saying there's nothing to it. It certainly does sound crazy. But it sounds crazy, but it got dismissed. But I, it's I love that concept of this is who you think I am, this is who you think I am on paper, this is my name that you have for me, whatever, but that's not who I am. Not I am, am a a complete different sovereign being. I just exactly. love, I love that. I think it works better as uh, Arsalan said in like traffic courts and things like yeah. that, because it's just, it's not worth it to the judge to argue with you. I also told him I would ask, he, I got a screenshot of what he filed. If we can put that on the free talk live social media somewhere. Just Absolutely. To, okay. What are your thoughts about these legal fictions? I have an entirely different legal fiction that I'm dealing with. That certainly doesn't represent me. 603-283-6160. There's more coming up. It's free talk live. After a devastating war, the alien visitors were driven back, and their willing human collaborators were left behind to face the music. When Emma Jean Anderson's ex-lover springs her from prison, Nathan Foster and his 14-year-old nephew Ben are tasked with bringing the pair to justice. An easy enough job until they discover something is inside Emma Jean, and the fate of the planet hangs in the balance. The Family Business by Mike Coopery from BaneBooks.com. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live with Aria, Nikki, and Richie Rich, and you're invited to join us and talk with us. 603 283 6160 is the phone number for you to do that. That's 603 283 6160. We were just talking about traffic court. As it happens, I was given a parking ticket Friday because. I park wherever I want, whenever I want, and I don't ever... As the queen of Keene, right. you're well within your right <laughs> to do so. And I don't ever put any money in the meters, and I almost never get to... this. I've been doing that for at least a year now, and this is the first time I've been ticketed, and it was right there on Main Street, so very likely to have gotten a ticket, but I, I park on Main Street all the time and never get one, but you know... A meter maid has to walk by at the right time to see it and all of this other nonsense. So you got to put one of those thin blue line stickers on your car so you know you support them. And then I, I'm thinking about just getting like a tiara and super gluing it to the top of my car, right? Because that, so that's they even know. better, right? Maybe they were just confused. They yeah. didn't know it was your car. Yeah, you can't ticket the queen. Well, oh, they <laughs> certainly knew. I mean, the, the bitcoin.com, lrn.fm, free talk live bumper stickers, they, they make it clear you should whose bring the, car it is. You should bring the tiara back as a hood ornament. Like the, those things need to come back in style. Well, I intend to wear one. I, you're right. I can't go in and request a court date on this parking ticket yet because I have to have a crown before I do it, and I still haven't ordered one. Okay. Because I have to walk in there wearing a crown. Be like, excuse me, you you ticketed the queen here, and I want a court date because yeah. how dare you? And of course, I imagine at that point they'll just throw it out because it's not worth their time, and it's it's certainly not worth my time. But it's it's worth my effort because I love trolling governments, and this is. A golden opportunity to troll the city of Keene yet again. If they give you a court date, you got to get the crown and the robe and walk in there like full oh, regalia. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't think they'll give me a court date. But even if they do, um, that's what I'll do is something extravagant like that. 
So it's going to be fun, and I will, of course, be recording it. So look forward to that video coming as soon as I actually get around to ordering a tiara, which will probably not be tonight because I have other things to do, and I will forget again. But eventually, I will go and request a court date, and it'll make an interesting video or the, a really boring video. When the judge bangs their gavel, you can tap your scepter. <laughs> <laughs> Would they, like a magic wand or something. Would they? Well, she's a queen, not a fairy. I, I would do that. I don't think they'd let me in with a scepter. Really? Yeah. I don't okay. even know what that is. To it's be like, honest, the little like the yeah. long staff yeah. thing. Yeah. There's something in New Hampshire or Keene specifically where you have to be regularly seen. I think for a year in public, if you want to attend a courtroom in extravagant attire like that really i think there was one guy who wanted to wear a cape to court and they were like no you can't wear that because that's not customary attire so he went around wearing the cape for a year and the next time he was allowed in i don't recall all of these specifics but there is something like that going on here in Keene, new hampshire a crown i think i could probably get away with okay but a scepter probably not and honestly would the cut you have to turn it in check it as a weapon <laughs> I, I think they probably would say, hey, you can't bring that in. It's it's too close to being a bat or whatever. Even okay. if I made it out of cardboard, right? Yeah. But I don't want a cardboard scepter. If I'm going to have a scepter, it's going to have, <laughs> it's going to, it's going to be sparkly, damn it. <laughs> it's going to be glorious. It'll be fabulous. Okay. As fitting for the queen of Keen. Going to be bedazzle your cardboard scepter? Yeah. Yes. All hail. Just wave it around and, you know, they, they stare at it and they forget what they were doing because it's so glittery and shiny. That's that's also what you need. You need a crier to go in ahead of you. Like, <laughs> all hail Queen Arya. Yeah. Uh, all bow, hail. Bow queen. down in front of you. The and, queen has arrived. And then you come walking in behind him like, what the hell was that? Like, well, the judge has a bailiff, tells everyone to rise. Yeah. Not in Keene they don't, though, because oh, okay. they're so used to us not standing up that they just skip that part of the ceremony. Okay. Yeah, they don't want to embarrass themselves anymore. Yeah. I mean, really, that's how it happens. Well, the almighty judge Beautiful. has someone to announce their presence, right? So why should the queen have not someone to announce her presence as well? Well, the judge, because the judge in Keene doesn't do that anymore. He just okay. walks out and sits down and gets started. Right. And, but you're right. In most places. I need, I need a crier to go in front of me and... Play a trumpet, all hell, Arya, Queen. I would totally okay. do that. Roll out a carpet. Pink, I don't know. sparkly. I don't know if they would let us in with the carpet, but if someone wants to do that, they actually give me a court date. I'm 100% down for this nonsense. All you gotta it do would is, be hilarious. All you got to do is do it for a year. Wherever Arya goes, you roll out the carpet. And then the next time you have the court date a year from now, like, no, this is just is how she rolls, man. Yeah. Haven't you been paying attention for the last year? This is allowed now. We made it so. I, I really hope they give me a trial now, but uh, regrettably, I don't think they will. But even requesting a trial, I should do that. Yeah. Have, when I go in to be like, hey, I want a trial, have someone roll out a carpet for me. And right. When you go in for my coming to, to make sure that it's like on the record, when you go in to request your trial. Right, you should have the tiara, the you know, the, the, the cape and the, the crier and the carpet. I won't wear a cape. That's that, that's okay. not my style. Well, the robe, of queen. the robe. Okay. I was thinking about like a spiky death helmet, though. Like, because okay. if I want, to, do I want to be the warrior? Yeah, right. Do I want to be the warrior queen or do I want to be like the the cool queen? Okay. All the sparkly stuff, or or like a little the, bit of both, or like the Who satanic queen. True. So anyway, that's what I'm up to, and I'm gonna have fun doing it. Other people aren't having as much fun, though, because they decided to get vaccinated, and this disrupted their menstrual cycles. Evidently, I mean, we barely even got into the story, so let's get into it. 
quite the segue. So um, just to recap, since it's been a couple hours since we (laughs) covered this, uh, Shauna Clausen ended up getting the Moderna shot in March. Uh, Before she got the shot, she heard about menstrual complications, but she decided to go ahead and get it anyways. And to her surprise, she got the same earlier, heavier, and more painful than usual menstruation cycles. So she knew about this beforehand, but was like, you know, it, it, it seems rare. It probably won't affect me. Yeah. Okay. And I'm, I'm in groups where thousands of women are like, yep, my period's heavier now ever since I got the vaccine. Or people are also saying just being around people that are vaccinated, the spike protein shedding is... Wow. Well, periods and hormones do weird stuff like that, right? Yep. Well, and um, like women will... It's it's the strangest thing. If you spend a lot of time with a woman, like if I were to, for example, just like start, if I moved in with a with a woman, sometimes their cycles will join together and they'll start menstruating on the same week. Right, simply because, because just the pheromones or something being released. I don't know. It's but it, it happens quite frequently. I believe it. I've heard similar yep. stories. No experience though. <laughs> Likewise, regardless of what other trans people say, trans women do not, in fact, get periods. What about the other ones that trans- transition the other way? Trans men, I assume they still get periods. Okay. So Shauna Clausen says... I just made a lot of people unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care because I'm right and they're not. I'm well, glad it's feel, you because you can say Feel free to call like in <laughs> and I, argue your point with us. We'd love to hear it. Absolutely. 603-283-6160. But I suspect most of our listeners are probably not on the side of, oh no, trans women get periods. And Probably. A lot of the, I mean, a period, by definition, is hormonal fluctuations, right? Well, if you're on hormone replacement therapy and your hormones are fluctuating, you're doing it wrong. That's the whole point of the hormone replacement therapy is that it doesn't fluctuate. Your doctor doesn't say, okay, take this estradiol except for four days out of each month. Every day. So, no, by definition, you don't get a period. Okay. Even the hormonal fluctuation that, I mean, even men get periods. Well, men have hormonal cycles. sure. Right. Yeah. And they are frequently called periods for whatever reason. It's like a really aggressive, it's like four days a month. I don't know what, you know, effect it has on men and their behavior, but a trans person should not experience any hormonal fluctuations whatsoever. Okay. That, so, that almost seems like it would be a call for everyone to, to take some sort of hormones to balance everyone out. Is it uh, that essentially maybe, what? Maybe not. I mean, well, yeah. So, um, like hormonal birth control pills. Yeah, that's kind of their thing. So that's they kind of like regulate your hormones. But then, like you said, the four days or the seven days, it's just a sugar pill, right? And they give you nothing. So, kind of similar. So Clausen goes on to say, it is not being discussed or is even being looked at or researched because it's a woman issue. Clausen asked at the time, I hope that if this is going to be a side effect for women, that is that it is going to be addressed and that women know that this could happen. I certainly hope so as well. But I mean, they, they didn't test it on any menstrual age women. So they're testing it now. Yeah. But now it's a, it's a little late. Well, what are your thoughts? Do trans women get periods? 603-283-6160. And is this true? Is Are the vaccines actually affecting cir- cycles? It is 
Free Talk Live. As always, you're invited to join us. 603-283-6160. That's the number for you to do that. That's 603-283-6160. And with you tonight, it's Aria. Nikki Nick. And Richie Rich. (laughs) (laughs) And we're talking about the vaccine here and the effects that it's having on women. Uh, Some of these women... uh, evidently are part of a Facebook group that talks about these sorts of things. And the woman went ahead and got the vaccine anyway, and then got pretty much exactly the results that she was worried about. But it but, goes along. But in doing so on the assumption that, well, it happens to a small percentage of women. What are my chances? Yeah. And right. apparently pretty high. Well, but that's, that's what happens to everyone, right? With adverse effects. But right. how bad are, how bad is this? Like, Without getting graphic, how how severe is it that her period is heavier and came early? Like like how serious is that? Is that? I guess it, it really just depends person to person. Okay, it's not life threatening though, presumably. But we also don't it know. It could what... be though, because I mean, it is blood, and you know. So if True. if you're like passing, I mean, this is super TMI, but if you're passing clots and stuff, that could be a big deal. Okay, you know that it could, in theory, be life threatening, and. This, we don't know what else it's doing. Exactly. So it if it's affecting the reproductive system, and more importantly, it's affecting the the blood. It's affecting the hematological system. You know, it's affecting people's blood. So, and we're seeing an increased bleeding. We're seeing people who are getting random nosebleeds after getting the vaccine. So there's all sorts of things that this is affecting, and we really do not know the long term effects, and we do not know exactly how these things are being affected. And it makes so. sense that, you know, it would cause blood clots and things like that, considering that the whole point of the mRNA vaccine is that it programs your your blood to create the spike protein, the, the spikiness. And then the white blood cells, your antibodies, or I, I don't know the terminology, they go out and they find that and go, hey, that's foreign. But still, it's training your body to create the spike proteins when cells, red blood cells, are supposed to be circular and round and yep. not spiky. And when they are spiky, you mentioned sickle cell anemia, which is very similar to this. Yep. They end up, because they're misshapen, they catch on one another and they start forming clots. Which is a big deal and is life-threatening. So, And that's what we would expect to see when people's blood began creating spikes. Absolutely. So finally, the NIH is funding studies to actually research what this vaccine is doing. And... Don't forget, it's perfectly safe. Yeah. The FDA I'm, approved it. Well, and you say you say finally, but again, there wasn't a lot of time to do this ahead of time. Exactly, so, and I'm was, not really confident of, in their yeah. ability to not skew data. I mean, because they definitely have stake in this vaccine, right? You know, this isn't, isn't just Dr. a non-biased. Wife, isn't his wife the head of the NIH? I. Th- I believe like so. Yeah, something like that. She was involved. Exactly, yeah. The independent fact checkers on Facebook disproved that, but I'm not really. If you do a quick Google search, I mean, it's there, so I don't. I have no faith in the independent fact checkers on Facebook because recently a group I was in, someone shared the Rolling Stones headline about how you know people were being denied hospital care because they had the hospital had too many overdoses of ivermectin or whatever. It was missing context, and yes. you know it. And I added the context that, hey, this turned out to be completely false. Rolling Stone talked to a doctor who made this crap up, and they didn't even attempt to contact the hospital this guy, this guy purported to be from. Turns out he hasn't been at the hospital in months 
Rolling Stone just ran with it, and it's false. It's just outright wrong. And then Facebook came along several days later and added a, this is missing context link to it. I was like, I know. I provided that context, you idiots. So I think the important takeaway from that is they are fact-checking the original article, but not your post specifically, right? Because if they had if they had to fact-check your post specifically, someone would have seen that there is context. So no matter what article you share, if you're saying like, this is a good thing or this is a bad thing, it'll get fact-checked the same because they're not looking for your opinion or the context above it, just the efficacy of the original article. I don't know why Facebook thinks that it's their responsibility to fact check what people are posting. Well, because they were it's accused social of... media. You know, it's this isn't supposed to be a news source because they were accused of throwing an election several years ago with false, false news and false information. Well, they also claim ownership of all social media posts, everything you post or put on Facebook. So if they own it, it's their responsibility to make sure that it's correct. Yeah, that is in the um, terms of service. The, yep, the terms of service that is in there. Yeah. So, so there you go. There's your reason. They get they they accused of false. I think information it has more to do with the fact that you know they were accused of uh, throwing an election, and then Mark Zuckerberg was dragged in front of Congress for yeah. quite yeah. a long period of time, and they were like, okay, well, this is what we'll do so that doesn't happen again. Yeah. So I'm not entirely sympathetic to like the plight of Facebook. Right, no, of course but, not. They're but, evil. But he was, but he was attacked by the government, dragged in front of Congress, and this was the consolation that was given. So, what do yeah. you want? What do you want to do? I'm still not a fan. I didn't say I was a fan. I'm not. Again, I'm not. I'm not taking his side. But I, I can understand why you'd want to do something if the federal government is going like, "Hey, you're throwing elections," and go like, "Well, we're not." Well, what are you going to do about it? Well, How about we just put a disclaimer up on some articles and go, "Okay, done." It's ironic to me because their fact-checking is very biased, and a lot of their fact-checking is not correct. No, and right. it's never so going to be. it seems like their facts and my facts are different. Right, and, but if they get dragged in front of Congress again because of that, well, then they'll make another consolation and go like, well, we'll, we'll do it better this time around. But if they, if they do you think they would be fact-checking things if they weren't dragged in front of Congress and accused of throwing an election. Well, now they're backing up what the government is spewing. Understood. So, YouTube wasn't dragged in so front of So I doubt the they're going to get dragged again. I think this okay. is the mediation for... Right. You know. So I, I, I find it difficult to hold business owners to the same standards that I would hold activists. Right? Because you're doing it for different reasons. Well, Facebook is essentially an arm of the U.S. government at this point. I mean, there was the... The White House spokesperson who said that they were, in fact, flagging posts on Facebook for Facebook to remove, and Facebook was removing those posts at their request. So the U.S. government is working directly with Facebook to censor people. Understood, which is why I say I'm not a fan. I'm not I'm not coming to their defense. I'm saying I I have an understanding of why that they would do certain things based on events in the past. I don't know that the U.S. government could really do anything to Facebook if they wanted to. I mean, you don't know what the secret meeting is if there was a secret meeting. You That's know, true. B- before they dragged him in front of Congress, <laughs> right? They, he pr- he may have gotten a talking to prior to testimony or post-testimony, saying like, now, now that we've got you, right, here's what you're going to do, whether you want to or not, if you want to be the multi-billionaire that we've allowed you to be this whole time. It's not impossible, but let's get back into this story because this some of these people did learn about these possible side effects on Facebook. Yes. So it, they're going to do a year-long study 
that will exclusively incorporate participants who have not yet been vaccinated, both those who intend to be and those who have not, to be able to study the possible changes to their menstrual cycles before and after vaccination. Well, thank goodness they've been pushing these vaccines for nine months and they're finally going to do a year-long study about the possible side effects. Big shout out to all the people that got the vaccination and agreed to participate in the experiment. Yeah, but that, most of them didn't realize that's what they were doing. 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. Do you feel like your country no longer holds your values? Have you dreamt of a place where liberty-minded people can come together and leave government overreach behind? There are many people just like you that are discovering FreePrivateCities.com. They start at FreePrivateCities.com and connect via the social media links shown there. All skills will be needed when the first of the Free Private Cities open. It's sooner than you think. Stop arguing and build FreePrivateCities.com. FreePrivateCities.com. It's Free Talk Live. You're invited to join us, 603-283-6160. Now, I'm not a researcher. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a pharmacist or any of these other things. So I'm not entirely sure what goes into a clinical trial. But when you put when you institute a new drug, when you develop a new drug and you're like, hey, let's let's give this to people run some experiments and you know see what happens it seems to me that you wouldn't check for just specific types of symptoms you would check for all symptoms you wouldn't be like okay you have a headache but we're not checking for headaches so we're not putting that down we're we're only checking for blood clots or whatever you're talking about the side effects yes okay sorry well, and a lot of mild symptoms could mean something bigger. Like you might be like, oh, I just have a headache. That could mean you have a brain tumor, you know, right. th- or that could mean you- more serious things. So it is very important to check for mild symptoms. But even and the- monitor it, right? Because yeah. if, if a lot of people get it, then yeah, you can chalk it up. To Absolutely. The- and maybe do more than a year long trial. But you certainly wouldn't say, oh, well, um- I'm only interested in, you know, these types of symptoms or these type of side effects. I'm not interested in your headache. We're not even writing that down. We're not checking for headaches as a result of this new medication. But that seems to be what the FDA did in regard to the COVID-19 vaccines because they were looking for specific types of symptoms, apparently. It seems that way. So the article goes on to say, the FDA emergency use authorization was really focused on critical safety issues and changes to your menstrual cycle is really not a life and death issue. Well, it could be (laughs) if it makes you infertile. So because they... That's that's insane to me. That That's essentially exactly what I was hypothesizing. Oh, you have a headache. We're not looking for headaches. I mean, that would be a big deal... For me, I mean, that's like the biggest reason why I will not get this thing because I, that is, you know, I want to have children. Right. So that's, yeah, that is a big deal for me. That is a life or death level issue for me. You know, that would be the death of my future children, you know. So the article goes on to say the lack of formal research on the potential link between two between the two points out the fact that the safety studies for vaccines are not necessarily thinking about the reproductive health of women. We hope that things... It's not thinking about a lot, evidently. Yeah. I mean, it's just looking for 
Did anyone drop dead? Is no. it going to okay, is it going to kill go. you? No, then it's safe. <laughs> is it going to protect you against getting COVID nineteen? No, no. <laughs> but get it anyway. So, yeah, but get, so, get it anyway. Get or it and else. spread it. Get and spread. That's my new tagline. Get <laughs> it and spread it. Let God sort it out. Oh man. Well, that's what's happening when people are getting the vaccine. I mean, they, they don't have to get tested anymore because they're vaccinated, right? The festival that I'm going to uh, the week after next, they're like, you either have to show that you're vaccinated or you have to have a COVID-19 test proving that you don't have it. And that's that's scientifically unsound, as all of their research suggests that you can still get and spread COVID-19 if you're vaccinated. So and it's not the unvaccinated people who have tested negative that will be spreading COVID-19 at this event. Well, and there's been several events, like main, more mainstream events, where it's been vaccine only. And yep. people have come out with like COVID, like COVID spread at the event. Yeah. How did that happen? Like uh, the vaccine, the vaccinated people are spreading it because you can get it and spread it even with the vaccine. Should Absolutely. Not, should not be a surprise at all. The average person doesn't seem to realize that though. Because they don't pay attention, man. They, think they, they think they can't get COVID-19 now. Now, it, the weird thing is it's, it's got to be they don't pay attention because it's not like the mainstream media is hiding this as a fact. Right. Like that was that was part of the name. The mainstream narrative was you can get it and you can spread it with the vaccine, but your symptoms will be reduced. So we're going to have to ask you guys to like keep wearing that mask thing so you don't spread it. Or Isn't get that it. the case with all vaccines, though? Like you can still get it, but your body knows exactly how to deal with it. So your body defeats it before you develop any symptoms. Yes. So it seems like, you know what this reminds me of? It's it's a religion. It's oh, kind absolutely. of like. Christian people with the Bible where they pick and choose what they want to believe. That's the greatest part about the Bible, man. You can find a verse in there to back up whatever it is you're talking about. And that's exactly how COVID is. I mean, that's exactly how the state is in general. But specifically with COVID, it is just so blatantly obvious that that's how people are treating it. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the science says. You're or, safe. Yeah, or a lot of what vaccinated. the mainstream media says. Because they're not, again, they're not hiding some of the narrative. There's they're not because they're they not don't saying. have to. They know people will pick and choose the things that they like. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is people, even whether they believe or not, they don't even care. They just are trying so desperately to go back to normal, whatever that is, that they will just do whatever, you know, they were, okay, fine, I'll wear the mask. Fine, we'll do a two-week lockdown. Fine, we'll do an 18-month lockdown. Fine, fine, I'll just get vaccinated. I just want to go to concerts and go to the movies and I just don't want to lose my job. And it just snowballs. And it's scary that people aren't seeing this and aren't waking up to this, especially with the lockdowns in Australia and in New Zealand. Jesus. You know, it's, this is where we're heading. Yep. I think, well, that's one of the things I liked about being within this community here is my normal didn't change all that significantly. Yeah. Like I didn't lock down. I didn't wear a mask most places. We still went out to dinner. We had the, you know, the super secret New Year's Eve party right in right in the middle of that thing. Like nobody cared and we just yep. partied on. And there was more events like that, you know, around town where it's just like, no, you you want to go back to normal, fine. We I are never, normal. I never <laughs> yeah. left it and you you can come back over here. All you got to do is stop bowing down to the state and start sticking up for yourself as an individual. And that's the thing. People just need to take control over their own lives. You yep. know, you are the ruler of your own life. And if you want to get a vaccine and rule over your life that way, fine. Right. But that doesn't mean that you get to tell anyone else to do it as well. So to continue with this article, the NIH funding signifies that they're recognizing that there's an important gap in our understanding of how vaccines influence menstrual health and ultimately reproductive health. 
And I mean, th- there's likely significantly more to it than that because we're hearing a lot of reports about miscarriages and things like that after people get vaccinated. Yep. At an someone astounding watching, rate. Yeah, someone who's watching at twitch.freetalklive.com was just talking about that in an office that I think they said they worked at. I don't remember now. But, you know, after getting fully vaccinated, miscarriage. Yeah. So after hearing those anecdotal stories early on, right, why would you risk that if you were pregnant and getting the vaccine, right? I mean... Maybe they didn't hear those stories. I mean, it's not like the yeah. mainstream media is really talking about the, the blood clots no, or the they aren't at all. But they the, aren't well, at all. The, the miscarriages, like, didn't, wasn't hidden away by the mainstream media. Like, th- there were articles about it, you know, out there. I don't the, know. I have not seen it. It may have been but... minimized. Right? Like, oh, this only happens in a small percentage of people. It definitely won't happen to you. But, you know, w- one's enough for me to go like, okay, that's a risk. I'm not willing to take. I will stay unvaccinated for now, right? And we will, you know, we will wait and see what the the other results are. Well, the whole thing is about risk, right? And that's, to me, the risk posed by the vaccines are significantly greater than risk posed by COVID-19. That's not because I think the vaccines are particularly dangerous. It's because I've had COVID-19 and I know from experience that it's not particularly dangerous to me. You can make the argument, yes, but you're unvaccinated, so you can still spread it. But yeah, so can the vaccinated. Yeah, so, so can you. So me being vaccinated isn't going to minimize my ability to spread COVID-19. Yeah. So there's no nothing in it for me to gain. It's, it's not going to help society because it's not going to reduce my ability to transmit the virus. So there's literally nothing in it for me. There's, there's nothing to be gained, and there's only risk. No matter how small those risks are, why, why bother? Because you want to go to exactly. that concert or that festival. Or I can just test negative. Or the movie. Yeah, you could. Or I can just do whatever the hell I want. You could. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, how about that? Which is the beauty. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> so just as I suspected, this article continues to say that the research funding is critical to combating vaccine-related misinformation by offering menstruators clear answers supported by evidence to their questions about the vaccine's impacts. So they want to debunk the claim. They don't want to actually find out the truth. So, and that's that's the thing. They just want people to know, nope, it's fine. So I just, this just doesn't seem like a legitimate study to me. They're already admitting that they just want to make people know that the vaccine is not dangerous and that even if you do have these changes it's fine just don't even worry about it and i'll bet the studies will show that when they're released when we come back libertarians calling for mass non-compliance making headlines it's free talk live it is free talk live we don't have 100 employees, so we don't have to require people to be vaccinated. And even if we did, we still wouldn't because I I don't particularly care what Joe Biden has to say. Not only that, we leave it up to like one of the main co-hosts to get everyone in here sick so that we can get over it quicker. <laughs> Thanks, Mark, for your service. <laughs> but even Biden doesn't want to force his employees to get the vaccine. Members of Congress... And their staff, which, to be clear, aren't really Biden's employees, are exempt from Biden's vaccine mandate, evidently. The they new- should all be getting it voluntarily anyway. Shouldn't they, they be they setting should be the on, example? Set the example, get on TV, you know, 
Get it independently tested so it's not a saline shot. The federal <laughs> government certainly has more than 100 employees, though. President Biden's new vaccine mandates for federal employees don't apply to members of Congress or those who work for Congress or the federal court system. Sounds super fair. Yeah. If you're in government, the rules don't apply to you. Biden issued two executive orders on Thursday requiring vaccination against COVID for federal workers and contractors who work for the federal government. Contractors even. Yeah. Wow. He also asked the Department of Labor to issue an emergency order requiring businesses with more than 100 employees to ensure their workers are vaccinated or tested on a weekly basis. And I don't think that one is going to hold up. I don't I don't see why the Department of Labor would have the authority to issue such a thing. I wonder how far down that contract list it goes, because I was at Social Sunday and there was a gentleman there who runs his own business and has government contracts, apparently. Mm. So Mm. to to maintain those government contracts, is he going to have to get the jabby jab, perhaps? Probably Mm. not. Okay. However, Biden's order on federal workers applies to employees of the executive branch The House of Representatives and the Senate belong to the separate legislative branch and the courts to the judicial branch of the federal government. So his executive order only applies to the executive branch for whatever reason. Okay, let's go with that. Right. All executive (laughs) orders only apply to the executive branch. That would be great if that's what they were saying, but they want the Department of Labor to make an to make an order that applies to everyone. Okay. Well, because it, because he can't, right? If executive orders only well, apply to the executive branch. Even the Department of Labor's order wouldn't apply to Congress and the judicial branch, apparently. Okay. Biden's COVID action plan, quote, path out of the pandemic, published on the White House website, makes the effect of the vaccine mandate clear. What? No, how could it possibly do that? <laughs> the, the vaccine... We just read it. It's confusing as all heck. It hasn't been... It hasn't even been gone into effect yet. How, how could it have had an effect that's published on their website? The plan says building on the president's announcement in July to strengthen safety requirements for unvaccinated federal workers. The president has signed an executive order to take those actions a step further and require all federal executive branch workers to be vaccinated. Well, they should quit anyway and stop being welfare whores. Yep. Get a real job. The president also signed an executive order directing that the standard be extended to employees of contractors that do business with the federal government. So See? it does indeed sound like it would include the person who we know has contracts. Uh, that's with why the I brought up. You said it. Anyone with contracts, it's there, written in stone, plain well, English. It's it's time for said person to stop doing contracts with the federal government anyway. Considering this person is the only person. Who can provide them with this specific type of equipment that they need? Okay, then stop providing it, and then then they just won't have it. That's yeah. a win-win for everyone. As part of this effort, the Department of Defense, the Department of Veteran Affairs, the Indian Health Service, and the National Institute of Health will complete implementation of their previous previously announced vaccination requirements that cover two and a half million people. I wonder how the Indians feel about that. Yeah, that was kind of random. I just <laughs> threw that in there. I really doubt that the government cares. Well, I mean, they got. They, they didn't presumably, care. this is stuff that's going to be happening on the reservation, right? Which is supposedly. I don't know what the Indian Health Service does. Okay. Oh, is it like Native American? I was thinking like India. Oh. And I was like, that's why I was thinking that super, super random that. I assume they meant Native American. That that's would make how, more sense. A- that would make a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> that was my assumption as well. 
It isn't all bad, though. COVID vaccine passports have actually been scrapped in the United Kingdom. The government is putting them on the back burner, saying that we don't plan to implement these. But one of the people, the health secretary, actually is pretty strong-minded about it, saying, I'm pleased that we will not be going ahead with plans for vaccine passports. He added that he instinctively does not like the idea of people having to show passports to do basic things. Good. It's nice to hear that from a government official. Coming coming out of the country where you need a license to purchase a television, though. So not holding my breath there. They are also not planning to go into any further lockdowns. The same health minister said that he does not expect the country to see any more lockdowns to fight the COVID-19 crisis. While he also wrote out the vaccine passports. But I mean, winter's coming up, right? And winter's always the bad month for the flu and the cold and all these other things. We're dealing with the, quote, fourth surge right now where cases are up, hospitalizations and deaths don't seem to be up. Well, winter's coming so we can look towards Australia and New Zealand who just went through their winter, right, to see how we should be handling things I up here in the north. I would disagree oh, okay. because they have, of course, gone full police state and it doesn't seem to have helped, right? New Zealand detected one positive case and they locked down their entire country as a result of that. But it doesn't answer the question of how that one particular person got COVID-19 in the first place. He could not possibly have been the only case because COVID-19 doesn't just spontaneously appear. It gets made in a laboratory in Wuhan. (laughs) (laughs) And then spread on international flights. Yes. But it doesn't, you don't just sit at home at a bar. Everyone's, no one has COVID and then suddenly test positive and you have COVID-19. That's not the way it works. He caught it from someone. Yeah. So aliens. I will, well, yeah, I will say much. (laughs) That's more likely than the fact that it just spontaneously appeared in him. Much much like Hawaii, I think New Zealand is uniquely situated where they could eradicate it and get to COVID zero with a totalitarian police state, right? Yes, because they're islands and you know they can restrict all travel into and out of the country. And you would have to. You would indefinitely, right? Because you get you get to zero cases, and then you open up travel again, and someone leaves and brings it back, or someone brings it in, yeah, right, and then you're right back where you were before. So if you wanted to isolate yourself from the rest of humanity and turn your island into a prison, right, indefinitely, you could absolutely, you know, go the COVID zero route, which would but, kill more people than COVID. Pr- yeah, because you, you couldn't import any goods, right? You, those things have to come on a plane where someone else was somewhere else or on a boat where, mm, with, with yeah. crew from somewhere else. And I doubt they're carrying this out peacefully. Oh, oh they're yeah, certainly no, not. No, not. I mean, they're, they're finding people in Australia for, you know, having parties out at cliffs and stuff like that teenagers who had the audacity of like six of them i think it was went out and the police ticketed them look australia you got to take a picture when the government texts you so tell you where you're at so that's i keep forgetting about that because it's so horrific that it's hard to believe that it's even true but yes the australian government randomly sends you text messages and you have to take a selfie proving that you are in your home or they will send the within fifteen minutes, or they will send the police to your door. Maybe at least they're cool about it. Like, where you at, mate? <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> how does a picture of you prove that you are at home anyway? I, I assume it's like Snapchat, and that maybe it has, it has to, to be, be like time stamped. Yeah, or yeah something. I don't know. It's horrifying levels of overreach, though. I mean, now the Australian people are right. literally being monitored by their government all the time. Right. Much bigger island, so I don't know it, it's as feasible as, you know, New Zealand 
to 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 lock it down to that extent. But they're trying. They're absolutely attempting it. And they don't appear to be succeeding in eradicating COVID-19 at, at the very least. If that's what yeah. their goal is, they don't seem to be succeeding. People are yeah. still getting it. People are still spreading it. But New Zealand, if they're, they're at one case, right, and they'll shut it all down to where it's zero again, well, then that, that could work. But like, like I said... But the, it hasn't worked. And, you know, the, the level of tyranny that it would take for them to really do that, well, I, I don't see it going over. If, if it saves just one life. Well, okay. So a total lockdown like that would kill significantly more than one life. Ironically, New Zealand is one of those countries where they're doing all this, and the the population there is mostly behind it. The, New Zealand really? is not. Getting, Are they though? In the reports that I've seen, or is it like gun to their head? Say you like it. <laughs> it it could be that. But the reports are that the, the 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 population in New Zealand is mostly in favor of this, maybe because they have been scared into submission. Uh, maybe because they do actually have the gun to their I mean, head. Could be, or but because they're getting paid by their government to sit at home and not do anything. Could be, but either way, they're not getting the same amount of pushback uh, as Australia was getting, or that we, you know, have seen here. And they have guns in New Zealand, don't they? I know Australia has very limited firearm ownership, but I'm pretty sure New Zealand has weapons. Or no, I not think, to that extent. They had I think their they own got rid down. of them after yep. the New Price Zealand Church. shooting. Yeah, hmm. amazing how that works. Well, we're out, of t- we're out of time for the night, but you can chat with us in the meantime on the Matrix server. You can find that at chat.freetalklive.com. Or if you want to join our social media server, check that out, social.freetalklive.com. We'll see you there. When Monster Hunter International discovers one of Isaac Newton's wardstones being auctioned off, they decide to steal it and use it to destroy the Chaos God once and for all. But a mysterious thief upends their plan, and it soon becomes a race against time as something much older and infinitely more evil awakens in the jungles of South America. Monster Hunter Bloodlines by New York Times bestselling author Larry Correa and Bane Books. Visit MonsterHunterNation.com for more more.